Howdy friends, I am Link and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, and helping people become the most badass versions of themselves. I'm a former Division II athlete with a passion for making sure your fitness journey isn't a chore, but instead one of the best parts of your day. This podcast will be full of education and motivation so you can kick ass in the gym, kitchen, and your life. Howdy, howdy, my friend, and welcome to the Elevated Athletes Podcast. Yes, you heard that right. We have officially rebranded to the Elevated Athletes. Truthfully, I never really loved the name Link Fitness Show, which sounds silly because that's my name, but I felt like it insinuated that it was like a show all about me, which obviously is not the case. I want this podcast to be a place where you can listen to real experiences, real life examples, and tips that actually fucking work. My goal is to continue to share what I learned through my mistakes, my failures, and my face plans, bring on guests that provide hella value to you on your journey, and share tips and strategies that really make a difference in your life and in your journey in becoming an elevated athlete. Because, baby, you can still be an athlete and train hard even though you don't put on the uniform anymore, okay? So while the name may have changed, we are still bringing the heat, baby. With that being said, if you've been loving the podcast, I would be forever grateful if you could take a quick second and leave a five-star rating and maybe even a little love note for a review so we can grow one kick-ass community. All right, I am so happy you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. We're gonna dive into why your fat loss goals may take more than one phase of dieting. And I will tell you, the last one is huge, so stick with me, okay? Number one being individual differences. Every person is different. Their experiences are different. Their starting point is different. Their routines, their lifestyles, they're different. And this is all going to play a role in the number of dieting phases that are required in order to see results. Someone who has been in the gym uh, for quite a bit now is going to have a different journey than someone who has been out of the gym for a while. Um, You know, like if someone's been grinding for the past five years and you have someone else who hasn't done shit in five years, their journey is going to look completely different. So we need to keep that in mind that individual differences are going to be one of the biggest factors in how many fat loss phases that you need to go through in order to hit your goal. Okay. Number two is sustainability. You can push hard, 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 hard for 12 to 16 weeks where you are sacrificing a lot in order to get the results you want. But then that's when we find a lot of people go through this like on and off up and down cycle. And you've push, push, push for so long that now you want to like kind of cut loose a little bit, enjoy yourself of like, Hey, I earned this. And then boom, next thing we know, we've gained a good bit of that weight back. And then it's kind of like, okay, well, what was the point of all of those sacrifices? If you were just going to gain the weight right back, you know what I mean? That's, that's not the vibe we're looking for sustainability. So for example, when I'm running my clients through a fat loss phase, we go into it with the mindset of We want to see all that we can accomplish in this eight to 16 week period, come out of that, regroup, maybe set some new goals because you've accomplished what you wanted to accomplish or narrow in and say, cool, 
Now, I think in about four to six weeks, you'll be able to get to that point. So great job on the hard work that you've put in. Let's give you like a quick little break, like kind of settle down for a second. And then we'll dive back into another like four to six week session and really get you the results that you want to get. You have other people who will go balls to the wall for 12 to 16 weeks. They lose all this weight. They're feeling great. They're like, cool, I'm at my goal. Okay, bye. And then what happens? They gain the weight back. They're frustrated because they gain the weight back. And then they're looking for sustainability. We've all been there where we've made great progress on something. And then maybe we've, you know, cut back a little bit. We're not as strict. We're not as rigid. And then boom, we start falling backwards. Well, that's a red flag that you were too strict and rigid in the first place. Let's find an approach that's a little bit more sustainable and focus on the smaller things. This is one thing I do with all of my clients when they are going through a deficit or a cut phase is looking at how can we make very, very minor adjustments and still get great fucking results. Okay. That's one of the biggest things for me is like, I want to look at, you know, obviously your food, we want to make some adjustments to your nutrition habits, but we also want to look at your training intensity. We want to look at your biofeedback markers and make sure of like, are you getting enough sleep? Are you managing your stress? Well, does your digestion look good? Like what are all of these other smaller factors that we can slightly tweak in order to get those results? Okay. So that brings us to number three is how long have you spent in maintenance? Because you need to prime your body in order to have a, a successful fat loss phase. And all of my clients go through this is they have to spend some time at either maintenance or in a reverse diet or potentially both. Um, and look at, Hey, how can I make sure that my body is functioning optimally? And how can I make sure that I'm actually taking the time to prime my body for this fat loss phase? Okay. Stop taking maintenance phase for granted. It lays the foundation to allow you to have a super, super successful fat loss phase because without a strong maintenance or reverse diet or whatever yours specifically looks like without that phase you're going to have a hard time in a deficit. Because if you come to me and you're like, hey, I'm eating 1400 calories a day on average, but I still wanna lose 10 pounds. Cool, let's, uh, let's learn to eat a little bit more. Let's fix our nutrition habits and then we'll go from there. You know what I mean? So kind of depends on the person, the starting point, all that kind of stuff. Taking that back to number one, the individual differences come into play here, but it's very, very, very important that you have spent a good bit of time at maintenance or just getting your body primed for the deficit. That way you don't have to worry about going through fucking 12 phases in order to get there. If you prime your body, you, you do the hard work to put the time in. You have a really great, you started a really great spot in your deficit. Boom. You can get there much faster because you've done the hard shit already. And now you kind of just get to approach your fat loss phase. It's like a fun phase of like, Hey, I'm really going to push myself here and see what I can accomplish. But that's only possible if you've put that time in to have a really solid foundation built. Okay. So that brings us to number four is looking at the individual goals because there is no magic number to determine how long your dieting phase will take. Like I've said, there's multiple factors that go into it. Uh, your maintenance, your starting point, your habits, your routines, all of these things play a role, right? And if you think about it, if you have someone who, has to lose 30 pounds versus someone who has to lose five pounds, or I should say wants to, not has to, but wants to lose five pounds versus the person who wants to lose 30 pounds, their process is going to look so much different. 
because they're at completely different starting points. They could have the same lifestyle, routine, whatever, but they're at completely different starting points and their goals are completely different, right? Losing five pounds versus losing 30 pounds, that's a big difference, right? So keeping that in mind when you're seeing like, oh, so-and-so lost X amount of weight in X amount of days, cool. What was their starting point? What does their lifestyle look like? What are the other factors that go into it? Because I'm telling you now, your goal is going to, off the bat, give you a good estimate of like what your timeline is going to look like. So someone losing 30 pounds, yeah, your process is going to be longer than someone who wants to lose five, right? So keep that in mind that your goals also play a big, big difference. And then finally, one of the most important ones that is very, 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 very overlooked is adherence. If you're not sticking to the plan, you are going to have to go through multiple fat loss phases. If you're on point and you're fully dedicated, it's going to be a lot easier for you to get there because you're showing up and you're showing the fuck out. Like you are doing the damn thing to the fullest, right? Think about it. If you're half-assing and you're giving 50% effort when you have the capacity to give 100%, you're not going to get there as quickly as you want to. And it sucks to hear. Like, I wish that we could just like coast through a fat loss phase, get there, boom, easy peasy. I wish, but that's not the case. You have to show up. You have to give 100% to the things that you're doing, right? Now, with that being said, there are going to be times when unexpected shit happens, right? Shit just hits the fan, life happens, whatever, you get flipped upside down on your head. You have to make adjustments mid-plan when that happens. You have to figure it out. So technically, yeah, you may need a second dieting phase at that point. But when I'm speaking on adherence, I'm talking about the things that you have full control over and are choosing to slack off with, right? So that may look like, you know, you have your set of macros, you have your training program, things are looking good. You have the full capacity to show up and kick ass in the gym. You have full capacity to get your grocery shopping done, log your food, do all the things that you need to do in order to have a successful fat loss phase, but you're choosing not to do them. You're letting, you know, the feeling of being lazy or whatever overcome you and stop you from showing up and getting to that point. You're letting outside factors that you have control over dictate how you're showing up, okay? Now, I should dive into the unexpected a bit because let's be real, like I said, life fucking happens. Shit doesn't always go our way. I have a client right now who she's in her cut. She's like almost to like her, We I do refeeds with my clients when they're in a deficit. It's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day about refeeds. So if you have questions, let me know. But um, she is almost to her like refeed point, which is in the way I do deficits, that's like could potentially be the halfway part part. That's where we kind of like regroup and see what, you know, we need to do moving forward, how close we are to our goals, that kind of stuff. Right. And she's almost to that point And her gym has been shut down for literally like a week, if not longer. And she had to be super, super flexible with what she's doing because that's 100% out of her control. Like she has no say. I wish she wishes that she could go into the gym and be like, boom, open up. Here we are but that's not the case, right? And that's the only gym that she really has access to. But 
she has controlled what she can control. She has asked her parents like, hey, do you mind if I use your gym? Like, can I come use your, I don't know if it's like an apartment gym or whatever, but she went there, got a good workout in there. Uh, she played basketball the other day and got some intentional movement in, even though it wasn't her lift, she's still showing up and doing the things that she could do when she has a legit reason to not get a lift in, but she's still doing whatever she possibly can to show up and get it done, right? Controlling the controllables is absolutely key. It's key. So when we're looking at adherence, this is why having a coach is so helpful because you have that objective view where as a coach, I can look at the data. I can listen to what you're telling me about the situation and meet you in the middle, like find that middle ground for us where when you're doing it solo, it can be so fucking easy to be like, shit, nothing is going my way. Poor me, poor me. Now it's just not a good time. I'll do it later. I'll push it off and have this like victim mentality. Or you can go to the other other end of the spectrum and you feel like you're struggling. You know, things have been super, super challenging. You just can't stick to it. And it's it's like you're at fault. But in reality, you know, neither is necessarily the case. Um, I've seen both, honestly. And as I coach, that's where I really like dial you in and say, you know, hey, what can we focus on here? What can you give 100% to? Like, what can you 100% adhere to? What feels good? That's the biggest thing. Like, what feels good? What feels manageable and doable and just straight up realistic? And then go from there. Go from that point. Go from a point where, or a place where it's like, this feels good and this is something I look forward to doing, not like I have to do it. So you meet in that middle ground and you find that like, hey, you know, I'm being super realistic with what I have control over, but I'm also understanding that I don't have full control here. But I'm going to focus on what I can control. I can control my attitude. I can control, you know, if I run to the grocery store, if my gym shut down for this week, I can still control if I make sure that I'm set up for success and I'm sleeping good and I'm managing my stress and I'm doing all of these other little things. That's where controlling the controllables comes in. And if you can do those things, even without the gym right now, you can still see results. You can still make progress, right? Because you don't need to be absolutely perfect hitting your macros down to the exact number. Like you don't have to zero them bitches out or you don't have to hit PRs every single workout in order to have a successful dieting phase. But you do need to give it your all. You do need to give it everything you have and be super fucking realistic about it, okay? Dieting phases are not easy. So if you've gone through more than one and you're still not where you want to be, don't give up. Adopt a long haul mentality, appreciate the ups, the downs, and everything in between, and keep fucking showing up. You are never going to get there if you quit on yourself now. Straight up. Okay. If you need help or if you have any questions when it comes to dieting, fat loss phases, maintenance phases, etc., please shoot me a DM over on Instagram. It's underscore link fitness. I am here to support you in whatever way that I can. So if you have questions, please, my inbox is open, my friend. Um, So I hope you have a kick-ass day and I will catch you in the next episode. Mm